Hello all, my name is Marissa and I bid you welcome to the Shining Armor Podcast, a series hosted by a comic book newbie who likes Marvel Comics and just wants to talk about Iron Man. If you listen to the intro and would like a bit more on my background and what led me to create this series, then you've come to the right place. If you just want to get on with the stories, I understand. Please feel free to skip on ahead to episode 1. Now then, let's begin with the history lesson, shall we? Unlike most people in the comic sphere who maybe grew up reading these things, fell off, and came back after something inspired them, I actually didn't grow up reading superhero comics at all. As far as comic reading material was concerned, I actually grew up reading manga. That was my gateway to all things nerdy. It also helped that I was a Toonami kid, so I was already into anime, and diving into manga was just the natural next step. But the more I look back on my formative years, I think I was always fascinated by superheroes. I watched Super Friends on Boomerang. I enjoyed watching Static Shock and Justice League on Saturday morning, alongside Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh, of course. And in case you were wondering, as far as Justice League was concerned, Superman is my favorite. My favorite original series on Cartoon Network was the Powerpuff Girls. The original, not the ridiculous remake. My favorite Pixar movie was The Incredibles, and still is to this day. And like most kids in the early 2000s, I was absolutely blown away by the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man film which ended up being my major introduction to the character since I never did watch the popular animated series growing up. Confession time. I still haven't watched it. Let me know if you think I should. Based on my relative interests at the time, you would think all this should have been my first hints. But I can be a little dense, so I guess my brain just didn't get the memo. As far as the subject of this series is concerned, Like most people who didn't grow up reading Marvel comics, I was first introduced to the character of Anthony Edward Iron Man Stark through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. When the first Iron Man film was released in 2008, I was in college, and I had no real knowledge of the character, aside from a passing recognition of a name I maybe had heard before. Obviously, it was another superhero movie. There were lots of them by now and few of them really worth watching outside of the aforementioned Raimi Spider-Man movies. The first two, anyway. But outside of that, this guy wasn't even on my radar. For starters, who even was he? What's he all about? Is he a robot? Is he a guy in a suit? I didn't heckin' know. In any case, since I don't watch film trailers as a rule, due to the fact that the always either give too much away or straight up lie. The only thing I hate more than lying is spoilers. I had pretty much decided, sight unseen, that this film sounded silly and figured it would probably flop anyway, like so many before it. Looking at you, Catwoman and Daredevil. These were my first thoughts about the character of Iron Man. I knew next to nothing about the guy other than the fact that he existed, and I had already written him off. If only I knew then what I know now. Regardless, out of sheer curiosity, 
I did end up watching the movie anyway, when it ultimately came out on DVD. Y'all remember DVDs, right? And, much to my surprise, it was good. Great, even. I couldn't believe it. It was one of the better superhero movies I had seen. So naturally, I watched it ad nauseum. It ended up being on my list of go-to movies that I put on when I didn't know what else to watch and just needed some background noise to study to or whatever. For a little while, at least. Then I put it back on the shelf and out of my mind for a long while. Until along came 2012 and The Avengers was coming out. By then, I actually had watched Thor and Captain America the First Avenger. The Incredible Hulk completely flew under my radar, and remains to this day the only MCU film I haven't watched. But that's another story. And when I heard that all of these characters would be coming together in the same adventure, well, to be honest, it sounded insane. I didn't see how it could work. These characters were just too different. Iron Man was a tech-based hero in a metal suit of armor. Thor was a Norse god with Shakespearean flair. Captain America, while his movie made him surprisingly relatable and relevant to the modern day, is still a walking piece of World War II propaganda. And the Hulk is... Well... The Hulk. These were not pieces of the same puzzle in my mind. And since I had no prior knowledge of the comics... I had no context for what the film would be attempting to do. In my head, I just didn't see how it could work. I told myself, there is no universe in which this film exists where it doesn't fall flat on its face. And then the film came out. And I couldn't believe it. Rather than the hot mess I was expecting, it was a fun upbeat action-adventure with impeccable comedic sensibilities, and the seemingly disparate parts of what I would come to learn was one world all along, imagine that, somehow actually connected with one another. The puzzle had taken shape, and for the first time, I could see how the pieces fit. This movie, to my utter disbelief and sheer joy, was actually good. This movie worked. And it blew my dang mind. From there, we all know the story of how the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or MCU as it's better known, will come to be one of the biggest media juggernauts on the planet, to the point where in the present day, people are now sick to death of it. But for me, for a long, long time, despite my having enjoyed the Avengers to absolute pieces, the MCU was still just a thing I occasionally dabbled in, seeing a few of the films sporadically here and there. Notable ones were Avengers Age of Ultron, which made absolutely no sense at the time, but shows its true importance to the story overall in hindsight, and it gave me the incredibly wrong first impression of Wanda Maximoff, so when I realized how awesome she really was, I had to rewatch it to figure out what I missed. Captain America Civil War Still one of my favorite MCU films to this day. The storytelling and character writing are impeccable. And if I'm being real here, Tony and T'Challa kind of steal the whole damn show for me. Sorry, Cap. No, it's your movie and all, but 
You know what? No. I'm not sorry. Also, Spider-Man? Who's that? I would be remiss if I didn't also mention Black Panther, given how I was just singing the phrases of the King of Wakanda. The wonderful nation of which I got to experience for the very first time with this movie. It made me actually want to go live there if only it were real. Regardless, the MCU would remain a thing I just kind of checked in with on occasion. That is, until the very tail end of 2019, when, long after all the diehards had seen and memed it, and having avoided all spoilers like the spoiler-dodging ninja I am, I logged in with my then brand new Disney Plus subscription and finally sat down to watch Avengers Endgame. That film actually was kind of an epiphany. There's the word. Pretentious, right? You can't say that word without sounding pretentious. But it was true all the same. I laughed. I awed. I had my breath taken away. And I was stunned speechless. I wasn't expecting the ending I got. While others had admitted to crying their eyes out, I was more confused and bewildered than anything. After all, Spoiler warning for Avengers Endgame. You have been duly notified. I honestly did not think Marvel Studios had the balls to kill off a main character like that. Let alone two. But there was something specifically about Iron Man's story that grabbed me as I stared at my TV in disbelief. This was the guy that started the whole thing. And they just offed him like that? What? Why? That didn't make any sense to me at the time. So we were just expected to just accept that it was just not going to be Iron Man in future movies? But... I stopped in my tracks as my brain formed the words. He was my favorite. I went so paused as I realized what I was actually thinking. My favorite, huh? But was he? I mean, really? Like I said before, I hadn't paid too much attention to the MCU up to that point. But I did know that whenever I saw a film where Iron Man appeared, he always seemed to steal the show for me. He always got my attention and kept it. But did that really mean he was my favorite? I was anxious to learn why I suddenly thought that. Was it because I just saw him die? Or perhaps he was my favorite all along, and I was just now realizing it? Believe it or not, it wouldn't be the first time that's happened. My brain's kind of broken like that. So, I decided to find out. Thus, during my holiday break, in the winter month of December, in the year of our Lord 2019, I went back and undertook the even then monumental task of watching, many of them for the first time, every single film in the MCU up to that point. Yes, even Thor the Dark World. But, again, except for The Incredible Hulk. That movie seems to be incredibly hard to find streaming. It's like they don't want you to see it or something. As I did this, the answer became clear. I had indeed been enamored with Iron Man since I first saw that first movie back in 2008. And this, my very first full watching of the entire MCU up to that point, was the confirmation that I needed. This was a wake-up call. I knew then and there, upon making it back around to Endgame, in my watch-through, 
I wanted more Iron Man stories. And if he wasn't going to be in the movies anymore, then I would just have to find him somewhere else. Luckily, around this time, thanks to my still-then brand-new Disney Plus subscription, I just so happened to stumble across the fantastic animated series, The Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. And that scratched the itch for a time. Although, learning that it had been cancelled during its initial run made me regret getting into it at all, as it just left me in the place where I started. I just wanted more. By the start of the new year, I realized if I was going to be serious about this whole thing, I would have to go to the source. The comics. Now, as I previously mentioned, I had been fascinated by superheroes for a long time, and over the previous years leading up to this point, I found myself increasingly intrigued by superhero comics, since I was not able to read them as a kid. Due to lack of access or knowledge of where and how to find them, I was just never able to get into them, and the thought of getting into them now, at this point, was daunting to say the least. These are characters with, at this point now, going over six decades of history. I wouldn't even know where to start. Then I found out about Marvel Unlimited, and despite still feeling daunted beyond belief by the prospect of it all, I bit the bullet and subscribed. Just in time for the COVID-19 pandemic to hit. Well, lots of extra time for reading outside of working hours, since I was now working from home. and. To be honest, I'm a bit of a homebody and a recluse anyway. So this was great. It's perfect. At first, I tried to Jedi mind trick myself into thinking I was conflicted on what characters I wanted to start with first. Thor? Spider-Man? Maybe the Fantastic Four? I mean, according to all the comic folks, the movies have never gotten them right. Then, I sat down, smacked myself on the head, and said, be honest, Marissa, you dummy. You really just want to read Iron Man. So I did. I read Iron Man. I read all of the Iron Man. Thanks to the pandemic quarantine, by the start of the summer, I had read from his origin clear through to Extremis. By the beginning of fall, I had pretty much read the entirety of Iron Man's comic history up to the present at least as far as his solo title was concerned. Just in time to jump on board with the new series that was just starting to be published. On that note, I've got words about Campbell's run. Hopefully I'll get to tell them to you eventually, especially now that it's completed. I'm still kind of sorting out my feelings on it as a whole. It's complicated. From what I've read up to the current, this is what I know to be true. Tony Stark, aka Iron Man, is a deeply fascinating character, in my honest opinion, with a bit of a troubled history that widely differs from writer to writer, and he seems to be the character that most depends on how the writer perceives him, which in turn dictates how the readers will receive him. He doesn't have a bunch of landmark stories like some characters do, but I found the book to be consistently consistent. When the good stuff hits, it really hits but the down parts are admittedly kind of a slog to get through. He also seems to have a bunch of really great stories that just get overlooked. I also hope to be able to share those with you throughout the course of this journey that we embark on through his history. 
and most importantly, and here is the raison d'etre for this series, outside of my reading, when I went to look for video essays or podcasts, or even blog posts analyzing the character and his history to supplement my own growing knowledge, it seems that most people in the online comic sphere seem to go actively out of their way to not talk about Iron Man even if he was actively featured in a book they were currently discussing, such as in Avengers stories where he is a current member. But why? What was it about this character that I've personally fallen head over heels for that makes people want to avoid him like the plague? Surely there's more to the story here. And part of it might be that I think people have misinterpreted the character over the years, made him out to be something he's not, or... Maybe it's more complicated than that. Or maybe this isn't actually happening and it's all in my head. Regardless, there seems to be a definite stigma about the guy outside of his film counterpart. And I would like to dig into where that came from and break that down a bit. I mean, shoot. Even in the comics nowadays, he is treated like a villain. Even in his own book. Again. Looking at you, Mr. Cantwell. Like I said, we'll get to that. But this didn't used to be. It didn't start out like that. So how in the world did we get here? I would like to explore and find out. Even if I can't change anyone's mind, and who knows who will even be listening to this, I want to at least share his story from my perspective and explain why I like him so much to begin with. In other words, in case you need it, TLDR, this is the podcast that I have been looking for all across the internet, and I couldn't find it. So I said, screw it all. I'll make it myself. Do I have any business doing this at all? No, probably not. But as the old adage says, sometimes if you want something done, you've got to do it yourself. So that's what I'm doing. <sighs> so, yeah, if you stuck around this long for this lengthy rant of an introduction, and it made you interested enough to come along on this journey with me, then... Welcome aboard the Iron Train! Fasten your seatbelts and get comfy, because this ride's non-stop to the end of the line. My name is Marissa, and this is the Shining Armor Podcast, the series hosted by a comic book newbie who likes Marvel comics and just wants to talk about Iron Man. See you in episode one.